Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. You all right? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Well, we know we're all right, don't we? Because we've already fucking recorded the podcast. We've ended up back at the fucking start, haven't we? Yeah, and we've tried to record this ad for about four or five times, and we yeah. keep getting along and saying really inappropriate things. Um, the reason that we are here doing this right now is we've got a new sponsor. We've, we're our only sponsor. Um had a chat with my mate Billy, uh, and Billy owns three tattoo studios, all called Urban Inc. There's one in Romford, there's one in Brentwood, and there's one in Southend. And he listened to the podcast. He said he was driving across America. He lives out uh, in the States. He was driving across America, uh, and it made him think of home, and he, his exact words were, I pissed my pants when I heard you shout the word Imo. <laughs> regarding having some uh, fake uh, designer clobber on. There's uh, a lot of shouting in the 80s. Emo, Skoda. Yeah. Chip. Like chip. <laughs> shouting chip whilst launching a chip at someone. Um, but yeah, so Urban Inc. are the uh, official sponsors of this podcast. And basically, they've given us a discount code. Well, they haven't given us a discount code. They said we can have a discount code uh, where if people quote it, they will save themselves some pennies on their next tattoo. Do you wanna? Do you wanna make up a, a word? Yeah, um, I was thinking discount code, AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I> was, <laughs> the discount, the discount. <laughs> the discount. <laughs> I just wanted to say <laughs> this can't. We've had a few beers. <laughs> What's the discount code, mate? Four. That's the number four. S K I N. Four skin. Four skin is the discount code. So get in touch with um, Urban Inc. What's their website? Their website is urbaninktattoos.co.uk. Uh, These cunts aren't going to be able to spell tattoos. Google it and it'll tell you how to fucking tattoo. Absolutely. And and better still, if you go to the bio of this podcast, um, we'll drop in all the information so you can contact any of the three studios direct and uh, give them a shout and uh, scream the word foreskin down the phone and uh, and save yourself some pennies. Official sponsors of Acceptable in the 80s. Who'd have thought that had ever happened? (laughs) And you definitely won't get AIDS. And they definitely probably won't now be the sponsor on the next episode. (laughs) Cheers, mate. Stop saying AIDS. Do you really?
You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. November 1981, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> It's so offensive, that word, isn't it? I was telling you the other day, we, you, you come around for a cup of tea talking about bits and pieces, and you're so immune to how offensive that word is. Well, I'm double-jabbed, don't I, about it? That's exactly what you are. With a like, booster. Yeah, you, you've had a proper big booster as well. Um, it's, it's only a word. I know. I'm reclaiming it for the women. Good on you, mate. So we've we've been out a little bit, haven't we? We went to see uh, Billy Ocean, didn't we? Yeah. That was good, wasn't it? It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. A little bit of um, Red Light Spells Danger. That was me, that was me little uh, favourite, that one. Love Really Hurts was mine. Oh, it was good. It was Cracker, good. Cracker, wasn't it? He was good value, wasn't he? Proper good value. He was right down the front as well. Yeah. Didn't, like, there was a, a few people that were a little bit too keen that kept, like, going up wanting a high five off of Billy. Yeah. I probably would have quite liked a little high five off of Billy, but... When they started standing up and dancing to the songs that I didn't know, I didn't really want to stand up, but I didn't want to be that Mardi prick that just like... I know sat... you mean. I hate that when they stand up in the seats, but yeah. I don't know what you can fucking do. Was a little bit disappointed he did get out of my dreams, get into my car in the wake of the whole Sarah Everard thing. Yep, frowned upon. Um, we, uh, moving on, I'm going to... Um, also, we're going to go to a gig, aren't we, at the weekend? We're going to watch New Order. Yeah. That's probably going to be another one where we stand up in our seats. Oh, is it? Is it yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I see, I don't mind, because I'll stand up, because I think New Order's quite danceable. Yeah. But, yeah, but I don't want to dance in That's a seat. That's right, you ain't got to. You can stand, you can have a little walk up the aisle with a pint. <laughs> <laughs> That's your move of choice, right? Um, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. What's he doing? He just likes to have a little walk about of a pint when he hears a song he likes. Um... Rehearsing? You've been rehearsing, right? Been rehearsing with the cunts, yeah. How's that been going? Yes, good, yeah. Yeah, rehearsing ahead of some gigs in December. A tour? Well, six dates, yeah. A, a mini tour. What's a tour and what's a mini tour? Uh, a tour is where you go and play a load of dates uh, enough that people don't go, why aren't you coming to Portsmouth? Why aren't you coming to Southampton? That's a tour is where people don't say, why aren't you coming to... And a mini tour is one where you just play a few dates and then you get loads of emails from disgruntled people that you're not playing near them. Portsmouth and Southampton? Yeah, mainly. Yeah. Just fucking drive, you cunts. That's that's a great way to uh, appease We them. are. We've got a fucking drive there. So yeah. why, don't, why don't you drive there as well, you lazy cunts? Don't you want to buy tickets? Yeah. Come along! <laughs> be smashing! <laughs> As uh, I mean, obviously, I've seen the cunts. I see the cunts uh, debut uh, in uh, in the hometown of Baz. Yeah, as it all sounding. Yeah, sounding good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, we're working on a couple of new songs, ready for the next album next year. Lovely stuff. Yeah, all ticking along all right. Yeah, let's not be looking forwards. That's not the point of this podcast, is it? We're looking back now. Looking back. November nineteen eighty one. Yes. What do you want to start with? Now, what do we usually start with? Do you know what? I was making notes today, and I've started with um, films on my notes. Yeah. And I was thinking, have I got it right this time? Because I don't listen to them back. You obviously listen to them back to edit it a little bit. Yeah. And, like, edit out all the stuff that's... That you make me edit that out. That I make you edit out. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I actually, um, you sent me a load of outtakes and I caught up with um, me, me pal Leon and uh, and I played him a couple. I've never seen anyone laugh so much. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. These all want to hear the fucking outtakes now. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> Oh, could be, I'll, I'll release them upon your death. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Yeah. Um, do we normally start with films? Yeah, we usually do. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Right. Like movie phone. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, See, I've had a look through. What you found? Well, I found a film called Venom and uh, from 1981. Oh, really? Is that a snake-based horror film? It's a picture of a snake, uh, and the V and the M at the end of uh, beginning and end of Venom are like fangs. So I imagine you're bang on the money there. Mm. Uh, very different to the uh, the current film Venom, uh, yeah. that's top of the pops. Part of the Spider-Man-based franchise, I believe so. Mm. Starring uh, Scribius Pip. Is it? He's in the new one. Yeah. Starring him. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little, he's little Venom. In it. Yeah. He's not Venom. No. He's just a bloke with a beard in it. Like, but uh, but yeah, he's in it all the same. Fucking hell. I know, I know. Does he take his mask off and you see it's him? I don't actually know. I haven't seen it. Don't you see his beard sticking out from under the mask? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I wish I was more qualified. I don't like films like that. And I and I want to go because be no, in I know he's Pip. I know. I went to when he done a film where he weren't it weren't a superhero film. I went to a cinema and watched it, and it was great. Yeah. But um, well, you, why are you boycotting it then? I'm not boycotting it. I'm Don't just, start I'm... a whole fucking... Listen, everyone, you make your own mind up, listeners, about going to see it. Don't <laughs> fucking boycott it just because Roy is. <laughs> Sorry, Pip, if you're listening. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I like your film. Um, anyway, uh, apart from that, there wasn't um, any films as such. I've got one little one, but there's one that I know that you've recently watched again. Yeah. Go on in. The Prowler. Have you really watched The Prowler I again? watched The Prowler the other night. Because I was doing my research ahead of time, I watched The Prowler. Right. Don't watch The Prowler. No? Nah, just fucking, just don't bother. How bad is The Prowler? Well, it's just, it's, it's a, a standard kind of slasher flick where this bloke in army fatigues just comes and does people in. Prowling. Prowling. <laughs> he has a prowl. And he's got his his weapon of choice. He's like a garden gardening fork. That's it's, quite sinister. It's like last of the summer wine turns nasty. Is he in the woods? Um, prowl, you he, prowl woods, wouldn't you? If he's in the woods, yeah, you prowl. You, 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 woods are a place you prowl. He don't, he don't prowl. I mean, he prowls through the woods, I think, to get to somewhere. But then we've all done that. What if? What's the physic? I mean, what's the difference between creeping and prowling? Because you creep about, but you don't prowl about, do you? You prowl. If you creep... You're on your tiptoes. You're on your tiptoes. You've yeah. got your hands like that. Like little t- like little T-Rex, yeah. Yeah, like, like uh, yeah, kangaroo yeah. arms. Like dainty steps, are yeah. they? And, and when you creep, you don't want someone to hear you're there. Yeah. When you prowl, you're hunting someone. Yeah. You're doing the same motion. You've got yeah. your hands like a kangaroo. You're yeah. doing the same t- tiptoe kind of steps. <laughs> yeah. But ultimately, something bad's going to happen at the end of that prowl. Yeah, that's a really good point. You're not just watching. You 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 you've got intent, haven't you? Yeah. Creeping. You're the 
protagonist. I think creeping. Prowling, you're the antagonist. You're having a little look about. You might be in a wardrobe having a wank, but like nothing like nothing horrid. I think you'd be creeping into a wardrobe to have a wank, and I'd be creeping past so you didn't hear me and open the door. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, "What are you doing here? You're about shh, prowling, prowling." <laughs> <laughs> Um, so is the prowler shit? It didn't retain my attention enough to know whether whether it sufficiently resolved, you know, at the end. I, I watched it all. I watched it all the way through, but I was I wasn't satisfied by it. Unlike the other film that I watched from this month, which I, I was completely satisfied by. What's that? Porkies. Porkies. <laughs> <laughs> I said to my mate today that you'd rewatch Porky's and he was so jealous and so excited about that. And he was like, oh, has he watched Lemon Popsicle? I was like, no, not yet. That's not come up yet. But like, them two went hand in hand. They were the frat movies. Yeah. So for those that don't know Porky's or have ever seen it, give us a little bit of a, a, a spiel about it. So it's, it's a bunch of kind of misfit sort of frat guys uh, who just got a good lead. Yeah, it's basically it's, it's, it's um what's it fucking called? It's American Pie, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of twenty yeah. year, twenty years before, just a bunch of guys got to get laid. Yeah, and uh, you know all the kind of hijinks they get up to yeah. at college, and it's and it's, fu- and it's funny. Kim it, Cattrall, it's, it's got Kim Cattrall in it. Yeah, I don't know who the others are. Obviously, there's a bloke from The Wanderers that plays me. Me, Pee Wee. Um... Yeah, I don't know about it. I don't know about the other. I don't think the others are known actors. Yeah. But it's a good it's a good ensemble cast, and they all kind of do their bit. And there's a couple of I don't want to I don't want to plot spoil it for it. I mean, probably everyone who's listening to this has seen Polky, isn't they? Yeah, I would have thought so. But right. there's a couple of really funny fucking set pieces in the yeah. in the showers. Yeah, you know, acceptable in the eighties. Yep, probably not so much now. Well, I don't know. He gets his comeuppance, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, after you've seen a lot of eighties bush. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've. I've got a bit of Porky's news. Have you? Yeah. They're remaking it. Are they? Yes. Howard Stern bought the rights to Porky's, uh, and Howard Stern is making a new Porky's film. Do you know any of the cast? I can't imagine it's going to be Kim Cattrall uh, and and other such members. What's the name of the bloke that played uh, me? I can't think. John Fredrich? Yeah, might have been. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but no, I, I don't know. That's all I knew. I just, I, it just popped up, and I was like, "Wow, they're remaking Porky's." I don't know if I really like the idea of that or not. Are we going to end up arguing about remakes and reboots? No, I'm is not... it going to be a remake or a reboot? What's the difference? A remake is when you remake something, and a reboot. <laughs> <laughs> You more sort of reboot it, you know, right. the franchise. Right. So the new vanca- the new vacation was a reboot. That was a reboot. Right. Because it weren't the original. Thanks. It weren't yeah. the characters didn't all have the same yeah. names. And it Stop the explaining same... it. I get it. You asked me to explain I know, it. And now I feel stupid. You sort of explained it yourself, really. Yeah, I, I just said the words again. <laughs> <laughs> it was the words. It was the offensive <laughs> bit. Um. Yeah, so that's been um, remade. There was one. There was a, no. There was two more films that um, that popped into my head. What on movie phone? Because I didn't see any more on movie web. No, it was on movie phone. Um, Looney Tunes, Fritz Freeling's Bugs Bunny movie. All oh, right. Uh, and that 
was something that used to be on at Christmas. And it was brilliant. It was like about an hour long with all yeah. the Looney Tunes cast where like I don't know what Bugs Bunny's like I can't remember the fucking plot. Who are the other Looney Tunes characters? Um, Pocky Pig? Yosemite Sam. Um, Daffy Duck. Daffy. Roadrunner and was Roadrunner and Looney Tunes? Possibly. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Who was that cunt with a gun? Yosemite Sam. Oh yeah, two guns. Oh Elmer Fudd. Yeah, Elmer Fudd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that cunt with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's on his CV, that is. View Wikipedia, Elmer Fudd. Just That's a, his Twitter bio. Come with a gun. <laughs> Shh, oh, honey, wabbits. <laughs> um, I used to fucking love it. And like, at Christmas, I would go get the... Because you'd always get... Did you, your family get the TV and the Radio Times? Yeah. And, like, and I remember like, on about the fucking 1st of September, I'd be like just going through there, just like putting little biro ticks by everything that I wanted a yeah. video that like I was so excited about. And it just, because you'd start on like the, I don't know, the 18th of December and it'd get progressively better, wouldn't it? Yeah. And like, and then you'd have a big old fucking spunk up at Christmas when you got all the proper good TV. And I think it would have been on around the 20th. It would have been like the first sort of Saturday of where shit was getting real. You'd get that Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny movie. And it was like, get in. Like, oh, I love that shit. And I remember it used to be in the video shop. It used to be in 2001 video, but they only had it on VHS and we had a Betamax. Uh, Just wanted the VHS for Christmas. That's all I really wanted. Your old man backed the wrong horse, didn't they? He really did. They told him a fuck it. Do you know what? It was better quality though, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. There's all that. And he went for that. When I said I wanted an Atari, I got a Philips GT2000. And like, because apparently that was going to be the future because he had a keyboard. Yeah, but that happened to me as well with fucking, I just wanted a Commodore 64. Yeah. And some liar at swimming told me mum that fucking, <laughs> that she should get me an Acorn Electron. <laughs> I can't ever remember playing games on your computer. Did no, you, you, have... could, you could play, you could play games. I had Mr. Do on Mr. it. Mr. Do, yeah, that's all I remember. But, like... I, but... The only game... I, I mean, I know you had lots of games for your Commodore 64, like all stacked, on, all stacked on a shelf next to your Millennium Falcon. <laughs> but <laughs> we couldn't fit them on the shelf because the Millennium Falcon was so massive. Um, but um, I, I remember just... The, the game that sticks out is the Aztec Tomb Adventure. I don't mm. know if we spoke about this, but I think we... I seem to remember we spent a lot of time trying to crack the Aztec Tomb Adventure and you had to kind of just... You had to just enter a command, didn't you? Like. Yeah. Put plank across ditch. Yeah, it was stuff <laughs> and, like but, that. But but it, if it weren't called a ditch, it wouldn't wouldn't recognise the command, would it? Yeah, that the 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 actual. We never found the Aztec tomb, did we? No, we, we God, got no. to the other side of the ditch, and I think that was about it, wasn't it? And that took about six hours, if no, I remember about right. Fucking now. six weeks. And, <laughs> but I don't ever remember. It weren't it weren't a game of skill. It was just trying to work out exactly what the words were. Yeah. And whoever programmed it, how much of a bell end he was. And it was an American game as well. So yeah. it was probably like, take the diaper off the fat man rather than take the nappy. I don't remember that bit. But... <laughs> I must have got further than you. <laughs> um, Faces of Death 2 come out. Oh. Have you seen Faces of Death? I've only seen the original one. Yeah. No, I haven't seen Faces. Have you seen Faces of yeah. Death? What, the film? Yeah. Like the kind of the 
really horrible one. No, I've no idea. What's Faces of Death? So I hope I haven't got this wrong. Is it just Faces of Dead People? No, it's like a series of like really horrible things. Like, uh, like almost like, a, it's just, I don't even know. It's not a film. It's just a collection of fucking horrible clips. And I watched it round Turner's, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Who had Cannibal Ferox yeah. and all of them films? Yeah, they, he lent me Cannibal Ferox. Uh, and, yeah, some of the scenes in there was like a bloke whose parachute didn't open, he just hits the floor. Uh, and then there was a load of, like, um, people in, I don't you know, it looked like sort of Saudi or somewhere like that. And and they put, like, a monkey in the middle of a table like, and, like, they clamp its head, like, its neck in the table. Yeah. And they're all sitting there and he's like, panicking and he starts spinning round and round and round so you see this little monkey head just spinning round and round and they all just start eating it with spoons and eat its brain yeah oh do you know what that rings a bit of a bell it sounds like a precursor to executions oh maybe that's what I'm confusing it with I thought it was called Faces of Death I'm going to google this because it was like I remember just thinking yeah I really want to watch that and then just thinking oh this is one of the most fucking unpleasant things I've ever seen a little bit of my childhood has died and I'm never going to get it back. Uh, oh, I get the impression that Faces of Death... Uh, no, it was just a proper film. Because right. that, that fucking executions video, I remember um, being at Ruffy's party and someone just put it on. <laughs> uh, oh, they were watching a film containing footage of humans and animals either dead or in the process of dying, usually brutally. What, that's Faces uh, of Death? Yeah, it opens with his own personal collection of clips gathered from around the world. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so that is that is it. Yeah, it was, I remember just thinking it was really fucking horrible. It's basically snuff. Exactly that. Exactly that. But Kids was, ain't meant to watch snuff, are they? Def- definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. This podcast does not condone that. <laughs> it can change a childhood, can't it? Yeah. Um... Yeah, let's 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 move away from discussing. You've taken us to a really dark place. I know. We haven't even spoken about our new sponsor yet. Maybe we... Oh, uh, have we? Yeah, that's all right. We'll do a little advert and we'll drop it in at the beginning. No, let's do it now. Or, do, or does it need to be at the beginning? Yeah, we do it at the beginning. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we, we need to record that afterwards. All right. Um, probably a conversation we could have had before we press record. <laughs> yeah. Stop start talking about snuff films. <laughs> um... Are they, they're going to want to be associated with that. Probably not. Um, well done. <laughs> um, Hopefully that won't be the that, that won't be the lowest point of tonight's podcast. We've had a couple of beers. I oh, know. <laughs> go downhill from here. <laughs> uh, where Where do you want to go next? We normally go music. Oh, before we go to music, I, I just wanted to say um, the, the the conversation about the nineteen eighties. Uh, tug of war team lit up the internet. Oh, do you know what? So many it lit, crackers. For, for me, it went viral. You know, yeah. like I'd, I'd like half a dozen tweets about it. Like, but there was like, I'm just refueling. I'm just refueling the snacks. Um, there He's was crack, cracking open his cheesy watsits. I've got. A, they're not sits as well. They are not sits. Um, one of the ones that blew my mind that I can't believe none of us mentioned. Yeah. Capes. Jeff Capes. Yeah. Glaring omission. How did we miss Capes? No. 
Don't know. Loads of people chimed in with Bella Emberg. He's a big old unit, isn't he, as well? Monster. She's a big old unit as well. Yeah, yeah. Bella Emberg and, and the Roly Polies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hang on. Did I have Emberg? It was the Roly Polies that people chimed in with. Yeah. Did you have Emberg? I think I did. I did go back and and revisit me, me five with, right. with a couple. I, d- I didn't get as far as five, but... um. Capes would have to be in it, wouldn't he? He's got yeah. to be in everywhere. He's the strongest man of the whole 80s. 100%. No one was stronger than him. In the UK. Boone. <laughs> Michael Elphick. Yeah. Well, yeah. Boone. Yeah. Uh, Angry, he... Angry Anderson. Blokes. All blokes. Did you ever see the video at Suddenly? Yeah. Have you seen it recently? Uh, yeah. And have you seen him on top of the pops? Oh, I don't know. Oh, not for ages. He's quite camp. No, he's he's quite manly in the video. He's but he's he's he plays it really straight. But there's him kind of, you know, singing his heart out, and then he's interspersed with this video of this uh, of his you know objects of objects of his affections. And Is she, it not the neighbour's wedding came to it? No, no, it's it's like him like earnestly singing the song to camera. Yeah, just in a room on his own, and he's interspersed with this the, like lots of location shots of of this bird who he's obviously singing about and she's got a slap head as well it's brilliant was he angry uh, not on that occasion no he was horny horny anderson <laughs> <laughs> every time i see him he never looked angry like if you're going to call yourself angry anderson come out like a wrestler it okay. sounds good when they're announcing at the fight yeah. you're at the donkey derby and they announce over the tannoy like uh, on this team, Capes, you know, Emberg. Uh, angry. Angry Anderson. That's fighting talk, that is, isn't it? I wonder if that's why he called himself Angry Anderson, because he was involved in, like, a tug-of-war team. Or do you think it's like Little John? He was just, like, the most placid, laid-back, like, soft lad. and like. Just, it's not an ironic nickname, is it? Affable Anderson. That's what he was really called. <laughs> I'll tell you who else we missed out of our fucking tug-of-war team as well. Hightower. Why did no one have Hightower? You'd have him you at see the back. The, see the way he yanked that rope out the ceiling? Yeah. Fucking hell. If I walked out to play hide-and-seek, sorry, uh, tug-of-war, and I see him, ooh, shit. shit. Oh, you'd just turn around, wouldn't yeah. you? Turn ooh, around and go back in the changing shit. room. Why don't people say, ooh, ooh shit, shit anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I wish they did. Um, music? Yeah. I've gone week three. It always sounds like you've gone for the correct week. I'm just calling up my notes. <clears throat> so at number one, I've got Under Pressure. Queen and... Uh, said, no, uh, that's, that's a different week to what I've got, but it don't matter. I love Under Pressure. Do you love Under Pressure? I don't know. I've got a favourite Queen song. Is it, yeah, but you don't like Queen. No. Look how you going. They got in someone you like, and that made you like the song. Yeah. You like the one with Annie Lennox doing it. Ooh. Oh, I hate that. It's horrible, isn't it? I'm sorry I made you watch that. Yeah, it was really horrible. You don't know that spoil that song. It's a good song, that. I don't know if I like it that much. Have you ever been under pressure? All the time. Have you ever actually been under pressure? I have a very, very pressured lifestyle. Have you ever had a job that's or at school? Like, was you? Did you feel the pressure of exams at school? No, no, I don't think I, I don't think I did feel pressure. Well, you was like a SWAT, weren't you? 
No, I weren't a swat. I was one of these people that was just like smart but didn't make a big deal about it and just weren't a cunt about it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what was um, that fella in uh, Dennis and Menace's... Uh... Walter the Softie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You weren't Dennis the Menace. I was Biffa Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like because you, you you know you was obviously a lot smarter than me. <clears throat> you went to like a, you know a smarter school. You were always saying what a dim low you were, but but like you weren't a dim low, were you? Barham was. He was in remedial <laughs> maths. <laughs> Sorry, Gal. Gal, if you're listening. <laughs> but have you ever, like, when, when it got to exams that, did you ever feel, like, pressure? Did yeah. you ever think you'd need your exams? I mean, obviously, unbeknown to, like, us at the time, you was about to, like, pack your bag and go travelling around the world. But, like, <laughs> but, you know, did you did you feel the I'm pressure? Gonna, I'm going to cut in the theme tune to the littlest hobo there. <laughs> There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, that's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Um, I felt that the pressure I felt was that I left everything till the last minute because I like going out over the field with you playing football and fucking just yeah. like mucking about mucking about with sticks and stuff hmm. and like you know hitting golf balls into fat kids nuts <laughs> <laughs> accidentally but yeah. but like all that kind of stuff and the idea of fucking <laughs> what a great game <laughs> I think that's called bullying. <laughs> it was acceptable in the eighties. Didn't <laughs> really mean to do it. <laughs> oh dear, because I, I never felt pressure at school. Like I didn't give a. Sh- I, I think I just didn't really give a shit, and yeah. I don't mean that in like I was a rebel, but I just, I just thought. I ain't going to do very well, so I ain't that bothered. Yeah. And, like, as soon as I went, then went to college, and I just thought, oh, I've got to do, like, like A-level. I'm boring. And then, like, went across the road and just mucked about. But A-levels are meant to be that bit where you pick the ones you want to do and enjoy them. But it weren't really like that for me either. Nah. I don't know, like, I, I think the only pressure I felt with doing exams and stuff was that I just didn't allow myself enough time to prepare for them. Have you ever, like, worked for someone and just felt the pressure of another, co- like, working for a company, like, that you had to deliver or you had to be something? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I know I, I know what you're saying, but I don't, think, I don't think I have because I think all the jobs I worked... I fucking I didn't like I didn't like them and just couldn't wait to fucking get home no, and, and, and go out of clubs like all the because all, all my jobs when I come out of A levels was was in retail and went yeah. I, I went to Burton's and fucking Topman and Foster's and like had short short careers in all of them because mm. I just like mucking around <laughs> and 
And then the, that fucking jean shop was run by that family that were like fucking cunts. <laughs> but like, I had very short-lived careers at all of them. And then uh, Paddy Johnson got us out to go and work for the council yeah. part-time. But I mean, there, there was no, there was so little fucking pressure there because it was full of people that would be unemployable in the private sector. Yeah. Just like, you know, just full of people that are kind of washed up there and were just hanging on for the pension. Do you think a lot of stuff that you've done, and I'd put myself in that bracket, had been just paying your way whilst trying to facilitate a way to like make a living mucking about? Yeah, completely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just wanted to be able to muck about and not get told off and earn a couple of quid mucking about. Um, What else have I got in the charts? Oh, I'll tell you what I've got. Um... Physical by Livy Newton John. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. She was lovely, wasn't she? She was lovely, wasn't she, Livy Newton John? I, I, when I when I read in the charts physical from Olivia Newton John, I was like, I'm gonna go and watch that video. Have you, have you seen the video lately? Is it a load of blokes that you hit golf balls at their nuts? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just like fucking Leslie Barbara from Police Academy times ten. All on fucking these yeah. these machines in this kind of fake gym, you know, set up studio like an eighties mm. video. Yeah, just like struggling with all the machines and that. And then um, halfway through, they kind of work out how to do it, and and like they're they're basically exchanged for all these all these fit blokes like with muscles and stuff. And Olivia's walking around stroking all their muscles and that. And then it turns out they're all so fucking fit that they just start fancying each other, and they all just walk out in pairs with their arms around each other. And she's just left in there strumming a cunt on her own. <laughs> was number one in America for 10 weeks. Yeah, well, that's why. I had an interesting video. Got any songs you want to talk about, mate? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Julio Iglesias, Begin the Begin. So I, don't, I don't know that. I, I did a number seven. It's number two on my chart. Oh, right. Um, Sing it. When they begin the begin. Is he Italian? No, he's Spanish, isn't he? Or Spanish. That's only French. All right. Well, oh, you know, probably... so it was the wrong European All accent. Right. You probably picked up the accent when you was travelling. <laughs> Cunt. Uh, Julio Iglesias. Has anyone made more mums moist? Iglesias makes love. Oh, he does, doesn't he? He's never had sex. He's made love his whole life. Yeah. Even if he's doing you over the bins, he's making love to no, you over the bins. No, he never does anyone from behind. Oh, really? Or up the pupper. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the front bum, gently. <laughs> what made you say that, mate? Just the look of him. He slides it in. He slides it in. He guides it in. He's nice and gentle. And he? Mate, your man makes love. Probably. He don't quicken up for the sturdies at the end. Oh, really? Nah. Keeps the same pace. Wow. You just started rocking then, like, <laughs> just imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. You... He don't, does he? He makes love. He makes love. Yeah. Fair play. Shout out. Yeah, shout, shout out, Julio. Big up. <laughs> Oh dear, rightly so at number two. Making love like that. Good man. You think of anyone else from the 80s that made mums moist? 
think the professionals made mum's mosque. Ah, oh, Martin. Um, Martin Shaw. Definitely. Definitely. They'd need to fucking stick a little bit of fucking Shaw roll on over their little fucking piss flaps because he was <laughs> like, he got a moist, mate. Lewis Carroll, he'd do you over the bins, proper sturdies. <laughs> what, bloke that wrote Alice in Wonderland? Cut <laughs> <laughs> off, filthy <laughs> bastard. <laughs> in it? the wardrobe. Lewis Collins, wasn't it? <laughs> Not Lewis Carroll. Lewis Collins, yeah. He was like the fucking Grant Mitchell of his day, wasn't he? He was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He'd, 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 yeah. He'd give you a proper scene. Who, they was... didn't make love, did they? No, no, they didn't. They had, have a, time. Couple, they had a couple of threesomes, yeah. didn't they? Ba-dum, bam, One ba-dum. in the gob, shore up the pupper, and then <laughs> jump in the Capri with Cowley. Um, I've also got uh... <laughs> Rod Stewart made mum's voice definitely probably I, I would have thought like maybe uh, mid 70s do you think I'm sexy yes I do he made blondes moist didn't he oh yeah <laughs> made a lot of blondes moist <laughs> yes he did yes he did um, leggy blondes yeah leggy blondes like Rod yeah. <laughs> called Rod. He's called Rod. That's what he says on the tin. <laughs> <laughs> You'd never have even tried descriptions, would you? Oh, no. <laughs> what, you, what did you sign up for? <laughs> you know, you knew what he was going to get. Um, <clears throat> I've got Modern Romance. How have you? In the charts with... Um, let me uh, pronounce this right. Uh, I, 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 Moosey. What a stupid name for a song. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of that at the time. What was it? Didn't Banana Armour have one called I Am One or something? I've not heard that. Uh, I, uh, yeah. What is it? I, 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 Moosey. I, 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 Moosey. I, 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 Moosey. It was almost like a little bit of a, like a can-can sort of feel to it, wasn't like, it? Like a, no, con- a conga. conga. Not yeah. a can-can, a conga. Um, yeah, oh, I'm starting to worry that I've got the wrong mum. <laughs> no, uh, no, I, I think you're all right. Let's have a little look. Um, do you, do you, did you know anything about modern romance? Right, yeah. Um, because I can remember seeing him on a TV show that I'm going to mention uh, a little bit later. Yeah, A-A-A-M-U-C-E. Uh I just remember they had like, a bald bloke with a trumpet. Oh, did they? Yeah. And I remember seeing him on like uh, the pops and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and I remember just thinking, oh, rubbish. Um, I think they was, um, were they kind of like, you know, like a pop attempt at cashing in on the new romantic thing? They weren't really new romantics, though, were they? No, but they have romance in the name, so that they must have been kind of, must have been a nod to that, mustn't it? Well, this this is where I'm like going they with this. They wore jackets. Yeah. And they had haircuts. Apart from the bloke on the trumpet. Yeah. Um. Is romance dead? It's a bit of a deep question. Isn't well, it? No, 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 it's not. I mean, obviously, if you're an Inglasius, no, no. It's, like, alive, it's alive and well. Yeah, it's it's thriving in Italy. Um but I imagine I imagine Lewis Collins, you know, he might he might buy you a steak meal and like one of them like cheap roses you get for a quid. 
you know, when they walk around flogging them out of a bucket, maybe one of them, but he knows what he wants. I think he'd be one of them blokes, though. He'd, he'd buy a bird of steak meal, and then, like, when, when she nipped off to the loo, he'd get vouchers out his wallet. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I don't even think he'd, like, they'd go back to his... I think you back just... Back of a Capri. Back of a That's Capri. That's a squeeze, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Uber at number nine with Labelled for Love. Um, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I just... I see these, these youngsters nowadays. I don't see any people, like, whining and dining. Like, it's all 69 in. What do you think is swipe, swipe, finger blast? <laughs> no, because that don't happen anymore, no, does it? No, one bothers with fingering, do they? Yeah. It's, it's a, fingering's a waste of time yeah. now because, like, with Tinder and that, you can knob so many birds. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know, I don't see romance anymore. It just seems like. Uh yeah, it's just swipe right, Polka. Yeah. We were romantic, weren't we? I think so. Hmm. I think so. Cliff was in the charts. Cliff romantic. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow-up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. This song's called Daddy's Home. <laughs> Do you know that one? Daddy's home to stay. What, what, was he, what was he away for? On a laurel rig or something? Something like that. Cliff ain't been on a laurel rig, has he? No, of course he hasn't. If Unless he's to do a gig. If Cliff's been away, it's because they fucking, they've had a look at his hard drive and he's got a fucking <laughs> nice stretch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Uh, no, I mean I remember growing up in a in a, a very Richard friendly household, yeah, uh, and there being a compilation video, and I've seen the video to Daddy's Home a lot. So what's the premise of that? What's he been away he for? A soldier. He comes home. A couple of nights at the Elm Guest House. <laughs> he's come home and he's uh, he's very happy to you know be reunited with his kids. And he's like, "Come on, Cliff, you ain't got kids. Like you're a Peter Pan." Yeah. So. What I was going to ask 
in regards to that, can you remember we used to sing the theme tune to Wait Till Your Father Gets Home? Yeah, I don't even remember what Wait Till Your Father Gets Home was. It was a cartoon. Oh, wait, wait till, till your father, father gets, gets. Until your, your father, father gets. gets. Wait till your father gets. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, did you ever have that fear as a kid? Was that like the dynamic at home? Like, well, you wait till your dad gets in. No, uh, no, not really. No. <laughs> no, because we'd normally be in bed by the time my dad got in anyway. But. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being told that, and I remember the old man would get in if he weren't on shift work. What had you done then? Probably just, but like, I was a bit mental, wasn't I, when I was really little? I had, like, proper tantrums. They took, I had to go to Great Ormond Street when I was, like, really little. Did you? And, like, a, a people put me in a room and made me play with stickle bricks while they watched me. <laughs> like, I brought this up my folks, like, a few years ago. I was like, I had to go to, like, a specialist, didn't I? And I remember being put in this, like, weird room... And like they were watching me while I was playing with stickle bricks. So was and that like, when you were a little kid? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I imagine, like eight or nine, something like that. But uh, so uh, yeah, and I, I do remember like a couple of times, like you know, my mum just saying like, "Right, wait till your dad gets in," and like my dad would get in, and she'd be like, "Man, nah, nah. you could tell he was just oh for fuck, just got to go through the motions of." Yeah, then you could tell that he didn't really give a shit. <laughs> like, but yeah, I, I remember like your dad never struck me as a big angry bloke. No, he really ain't. Like, I was way more scared of me mother than me dad. Yeah, but like, yeah, I always remember just like, well, you wait till your dad gets in, and like, it was like the equivalent of like, right, well, I'll, I'll come back for you later. Well, you're yeah. here now, and yeah. I just think like. If that was me mother, just put it on me then. I probably would have just said I was sorry and cried and gone to bed. Yeah. But like, I just thought I'd got a bit of breathing space. And by the time the old man comes in, if it would have calmed down a little bit. Yeah. And he wouldn't want the egg. I, I remember my mum saying to me, um, wait till your dad gets in. Uh, when, do you remember that there used to be, uh, there was that car left down the end of the estate. And, uh, what, on Farrett Park? Yeah, on Farrett Park. Yeah. And, and it broke, I don't know if it was broken down or whatever, but. Us being little cunts. I mean, we didn't do this all the time, did we? But that car, it had been there for quite a long while. Yeah. And so, I don't know whether we broke into it or whether really someone had left Granada, the door. Like yeah. Really old Granada. Re- like a really old Granada, sort of petrol blue colour, as I remember. kept that. I know, like, what a bunch of cunts. And so, we, we broke... I don't know whether we broke into it or whether it was open, but I, I think we must have broke into it. Um, did we throw rocks through the windows? I don't. I, I don't think that's something I would have done, but I might have. What? Right. You know, in the heat of the moment, like look, it all it all went a bit lord of the flies, and then I picked up a rock as well and threw it through the window. But <laughs> uh, under the spare tire in the boot was a hash pipe, and uh, I don't even know if I'd I'd ever smoke draw then. Yeah. But I took this hash pipe home, and I put it. Under the tire in my Ford Escort, so I must right. been I must been seventeen because it was my my old blue Ford Escort, and um, as it happened, the following day I went to drive to Burton's where I was working, got in the car and I had a flat tire. So I'm like, oh for fuck's sake! And so um, I think my um, mum had to run us into work, and then when I got home, my mum said to me. Your dad changed the tire of your car. Oh, shit. 
And I thought, oh, shit. And she went, he's going to have a word with you when he gets in. Oh, And I think, oh, God, I really don't want a word about drugs. No. And then nothing was ever said about it. Just, just, just nothing was ever said. But I reckon that would have been that he would have got home late from the pub. I'd have already been in bed, and then the following day he probably forgot about it. And he weren't that bothered anyway. And you was driving a car, so it's not like he was going to put you over his knee and smack your ass, is it? No, I know, but I... I... And you would have been about six foot four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have looked weird. I remember we we definitely smashed all the windows out in it. And I can't remember if it was with rocks or if, like... I used to, like, muck it about with hammers back then, didn't I? And I yeah. don't know, like, I went and got my hammer and just smashed all the windows out, like... But I remember all the windows, and it was like hearing them, like, and I'm sure we were, like, throwing rocks at it. That's what makes me think. But that weren't a million miles away. Like, it weren't out on derelict ground or anything. It was parked, like, down... Just behind an uh, house. Yeah, a little rock <laughs> behind a load of houses. <laughs> behind their mate's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. Um, all right, have you got songs that you want to talk about? Um, I had a little look through. Um, Haircut 100, Boy Meets Girl... Did we talk about this last time? I don't know. Did we? I don't know if we did or I not. I don't like them. I like the, Love Plus One and that's it. I don't like favourite shirt. I'll tell you what, I, I, the note I had about Boy Meets Girl is urgent. It's, it, that is fucking urgent. Say what you like about it. He's fucking urgent. Oh, now I'm picturing a bald bloke with a trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't know, I just like, I really feel like I should like, uh... No, but I, I, I don't think they make it that, I don't think they make well, it that easy. his favourite shirt, isn't it? Huh? Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, that's the same song? Yeah, favourite shirt, open brackets, boy meets girl. Oh, ba, I don't ba, know. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Uh, I, right. I did, I did want to just touch on, while, while we were talking about that, look, that's the whole point I fucking wrote it down. Is, have you got anything urgent that you do, apart from have a wang? You obviously have. Well, I thought of one thing that I do that's urgent. Go on. Right, when I go shopping, right, you know, uh, you know that scene in a film where a couple meet in a bar. Yeah. Right, and then they get back to the flat. Yeah. The front door gets slammed open. Yeah. She's up against the wall. Yeah. And he can't wait to get his sausage in her. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> The front door ain't even shut, and he's yeah, already... Yeah, 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 right? yeah, he's on the own strokes, yeah. yeah. That's me when I get home from shopping with a tub of corn sausages and a tub of hummus. I literally can't fucking wait to get through the door, and I don't even shut the front door, and I've already got that sausage out, oh, and that's banging the hummus, and straight in my gob. <laughs> that's the most urgent thing I do. I'm quite urgent... It depends on what shop in what shop you go to do the big shop. Mm. But some people are rapid, and you can't get it in a bag quick enough. Like, oh, do you know what? I fucking hate that. I get a bit urgent then, like, yeah. and that makes me tense. Um, if I'm just doing a little drive, like just to like a five minute drive to like the local shopping centre or something like that, and there's people driving slow, and I just I, I, I get a bit urgent then, and I get a bit aggy then. But then I see some road rage the other day. Did you? And it made me wind my neck in and just think, oh, that looked really horrible. What road rage, you see? It was just at the treacle mine. Did like, anyone get out of their car? Yeah. 
And I was it wasn't Lee Antonio, cards. was it? No, it wasn't. No. That makes a change then. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just some bloke. Like, literally, he, he was in the wrong lane and he, and he indicated and he came across and this young lad in, like, some souped up, like, little fiesta type thing, like, begrudgingly let him in and then, like, decided he was going to punish him by driving right up his ass. Yeah. And I think this lad in this car hadn't had written a check that he couldn't quite cash. And he was driving up his ass being a fucking knob. Yeah. And this bloke just stopped the car in the middle of the road and just got out. And there was a big fucker and he was really, really angry. Yeah. Uh, and I was like three car, two cars behind. Uh, and you could tell this lad was like sitting in his car just thinking, oh, oh shit. shit. And, like, and he was screaming at him, like this fella. And he was like banging on the roof of his car. And then there was a woman in front of me with a couple of kids in the car. And she went, as if they're like, go, go, leave it out. And he just went, you can fuck off. And I just thought, oh, you horrible cunt. Because that's the pit when you look then and you just see like someone there with their kids where you just think, oh, I'm horrible. Yeah. He didn't. He just got more angry. And he did get back in his car and fuck off. Yeah. But I thought, after that, I thought, I wonder if he feels really rubbish now. I hope so. I remember seeing an horrible bit of road rage um, up in London. It was about 10 years ago, and I'd parked somewhere down by fucking Trafalgar Square and was walking up Charing Cross Road. Yeah. And uh, this fucking, uh, this old bloke uh, in a car had obviously took a cyclist off his bike, <laughs> and he was just stood at the end of his car with blood pissing out of his nose, holding his face, and the with the cyclist there just shouting at him. Like, obviously, he'd knocked the cyclist off. The cyclist had got up and just, like, got him out of the car and given him a crack. And just this whole bloke, like, and his wife just sat and, like, they'd obviously been to the fucking theatre or something. <laughs> you know, like, oh, fucking society's horrible, isn't it? It's just like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no winners there, is there? No, there's never any winners in stuff like that. I mean, a cyclist probably come out on top, but... Well, I mean, technically, you know, it's a knockout, isn't it? But pff, on paper, yeah, it's just smashed an old bloke in the face. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all wanted to do it. Have you ever like called an old person like a, a like a swear word? Yeah, you know I have. Such <laughs> a loaded question. We've. <laughs> 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 Which one are you going to talk about? <laughs> we ain't got to go into all that. I told you about that anyway. I've talked about that on the podcast. Which one? The WD-40 one? Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 So just see, if you want to hear that story, then listen back. <laughs> then uh, the other one was my... I, I was just going to fucking get it out in the open for the sake of sharing. My my nan, who who is now passed away, God rest her soul, had this neighbour who was a fucking cunt. He was a really horrible old cunt. Mm. And me nan and granddad were like sort of in their 80s and he was in his sort of late 60s, early 70s. And him and his wife just made my nan and granddad's life hell. They were really fucking just like really horrible, like just making comments and whenever me nan left the house and stuff. Busy just cunts. Just, oh, just fucking... And he was like... He was like a kind of, you know, like King Gary, someone that thinks they own the old street, but without the humour. It's just, yeah. he was just an horrible old cunt. And um, my nan, the whole fucking time, like, I 
I would say to her, do you want me to go around and have a word with him? Do you want me to go around? She's like, no, 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 because me name was like from that old school of just fucking ignore it and ignore it and that'll annoy him more. But but it didn't because they just carried on this horrible yeah. fucking campaign the whole time my nan and granddad lived there. And it finished up with him, like he offered me granddad out in the street when he was sort of in his 80s and he's just like, fucking no. And so, but me nan was all the time was, no, don't do anything, don't do anything. And then um, after, <laughs> after me nan died, um, I heard my <laughs> my uncle was walking past their house um, one night um, after he'd been to the pub with his mate <laughs> and he got caught short and so did it on his doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, Good. Yeah, he was, just, he was just an horrible old cunt. And then I, I fucking... I was going in Asda one day and I saw him just park up and so... Um, I just, I just went up and, and just like, you know, just had a word with him. Told him his fortune. Yeah, because me name weren't there anymore. And it finished up with him just like, him just stood in the car park going, you cunt, you cunt. Not just on his own and I walked off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. But like, again, there's no winners really apart from me. Yeah, he's probably dead now. I hope so. TV. Noel Gordon, a.k.a. Meg Richardson, aforementioned Meg Mortimer, I believe. Yeah, uh, off she Crossroads. Left, she left Crossroads uh, in November uh, 1981. Mm. Did you ever watch Crossroads? I, I would definitely have watched Crossroads. I don't remember much about it apart from Benny from Crossroads. Yeah, he was a bit of a Benny character at school, I imagine. Well, the way you talk about yourself, like you were a bit of a Benny character. I'd <laughs> imagine he'd have been playing with stickle bricks with someone watching him through a, through a two-way mirror. <laughs> Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I remember I used to go to bed after Crossroads. I think Crossroads was on at like half six. Yeah. And I think I was allowed to stay up until bow, 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 Yeah, I don't remember anything else. I remember like Adam Chance. A very dashing, wasn't he? Yeah, because he joined David Devantley's spirit wife, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we always said the Colonel looked like Adam Chance, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Right. Had to say he had a good Smooth. jaw, didn't he, yeah. Colonel? Good, good solid pencil moustache. Yeah. Like, he he makes love, Adam Chance. I thought he meant the Colonel. Well, the Colonel didn't. I reckon, I reckon Adam Chance made love. Yeah. I still reckon he quickened up for the Sturdies, though. Yeah, that's a really good point. More than Julio. Yeah. Julio's in no rush. He knows there's another one around the corner. Yeah. Like... He ain't got to break a sweat. He didn't break a sweat as well. No. 100%. They have aircon in Spain though, don't they? True. True. Razzmatazz was the TV show that uh, I was going to talk about when we were talking about watching uh, Modern Romance. Do you remember Razzmatazz? What was Razzmatazz? Was it, was, that... it was like a TV, like music show on ITV. Oh, right. On like kids' TV. And, um, so was it just was it just bands or was there kind of like articles in between? I remember if there was articles. There was definitely bands. Siona Dancing were on there. Ricky Gervais's band. Oh really? Yeah. Um, and have, have you looked at some YouTube footage of them? Be on? I haven't. No, oh. but I, I just read some stuff about the show and they they were on there. Um, Lisa Stansfield was a presenter when she was sixteen. Oh really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they had like loads of like. Um, I know the listeners aren't gonna aren't gonna forgive us if we don't mention the internet rumours about Lisa Stansfield and just put them to bed. I don't know what you're talking about. I think we should just put them to bed 
she didn't freeze the turd and put it in a Johnny and fuck herself with it. That's just an internet rumour. It's a horrible, made up of horrible people online and we should all just stop talking about it and just move on. It's a long time ago that she didn't do it. So just put an end to that there and then for once and for all. Yeah, we just <laughs> let, we let it, it go. Yeah. yeah, just move on. Absolutely, absolutely. She didn't do it. Can you freeze a turd? It's called, isn't it called docking or something? I don't know. Isn't there a word for it? I've only ever seen it like when I've read about Lisa Stansfield. Like, <laughs> you know, sorry, let's not talk about that. <laughs> like, I mean, I wish someone could just go and get rid of that off her Wikipedia because yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have any any of it on your hand if it was frozen? You popped it in a Johnny. If you took it straight out of the freezer. But I think the idea is, he's like. You know, I don't know. I've not tried it myself. Yeah. But I think the idea is, is like once you froze it in the Johnny, you remove it from the Johnny, you know, and oh. go bareback. Oh, blimey. Which, if you're doing it at Julio's pace, by the end of it, it's going to be quite messy. Yeah. You'd want to get onto the sturdies quick, wouldn't you? Jesus. The turdies. <laughs> <laughs> Game for a laugh. <laughs> Uh, was that? Oh, was it? Mm. I remember thinking that was brilliant. It was brilliant game for a laugh, wasn't it? Yeah. Kelly, Beadle, Kennedy. Other Kelly. Kelly, Matthew, Henry, going for going for gold. The yeah. heat is on. The time, the time is, is right. right. That was rubbish, wasn't it, going for gold? Yeah, it was just one of them daytime TV. It, it was the tipping point of his day. It followed neighbours, didn't it? I'll and get it, it. Yeah, I think you would have like, had a big old fucking lovely time watching Neighbours. Yeah. Had a little fucking sing-along to the theme tune to Going for Gold, and then you'd have... Henry Jillian... Kelly in an oversized suit, and just like, it's just, it was all purple and brown, wasn't it? It's just fucking Yeah, bollocks. a lot of brown. Yeah. He had a little head, didn't he? He's tiny little head, or didn't did he just have head? a big suit? Like, like Raggy Omar, I don't know whether his head's little or his suit's big. Probably both. That's why we're talking of, about yeah. it. Yeah, he's got a diddy head in a massive suit. Uh. Um, yeah, Game for Laugh come out, which obviously spawned um, Beadle and uh, and his pranks. Yeah. Where he'd, he'd dress up as Jeremy Beadle with a policeman's hat on. And but he always a had a slightly larger beard, didn't he? Because he had a beard, Beadle. You Did he? Yeah. yeah, so he had a little beard. He had a little beard, But he put they? a bigger beard on. He put a bigger beard on to disguise his little beard. My thoughts on Beadle... Uh, is he must have had to have done some, or the team must have had to have done some extensive research into that person's uh, kind of mindset, temperament. Yeah. I imagine if you come to where we live and uh, and then just reverse someone's motor into uh, the sea. No one would be laughing that off, would they? No, if you took the beard off... It, it would just, just make matters worse. It just, help. <laughs> it would just exacerbate the situation. Like, yeah. your van's gone in the fucking curb. Yeah. There's some cunt laughing about it. <laughs> then he takes his beard off and his beadle. Yeah. And it's all a joke. Yeah. You're going yeah. home in an ambulance, son. Um, yeah, going for a laugh. Uh, I remember quite fancying Sarah Kennedy. I don't remember ever fancying Sarah Kennedy. Yeah. Was she worth Was she worth a squirt back in the day? Probably not, but I remember thinking she was, like, sexy. Um, and I remember, like, I've always thought Matthew Kelly was the best one. I always thought he just seemed like a proper good bloke. Yeah, 
to all the rumours. Still a good bloke. Yeah. You know, up until the rumours. No, all cleared up. All cleared up. Move on from that, Matthew, yep. if you're listening. Yeah. Well done for getting all that cleared up. Well, not well done. <laughs> like, justice. <laughs> justice was served. Yeah. Yep. Nothing happened. <laughs> Stick of the dump. How good was that? I don't know. I, 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 don't, uh, know, I don't know much about Stig of the Dump. Because well, you went to a fucking clever school. You didn't watch it at school, did you? I was sitting there because we couldn't read books. We had to watch it on telly. Oh, really? Did you yeah. ever watch things on TV yeah, you couldn't we, read? Yep, yeah, they used to like wheel in the big telly on the fucking thing with the video. and like, What, in senior school? Yeah. I watched Stig of the Dump, uh, Buddy, like before uh, Chesney Hawks made the film. It was a TV show oh, with... Right. Uh, with Buddy, because it was all based on the book. Uh, oh, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, and Machine Gunners, remember that? No. Yeah, watched that as well. Like about some like lads, little lads, like yeah. playing in the ruins of uh, of the war. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they find a machine gun. It's fucking brilliant. Stick of the dump. Like, imagine finding like. I mean, that's it ain't a lot different from fucking. So was Stick of the dump someone that lived on a dump, or someone that just went? No, he, he, he was like things. a caveman, like, but. Yeah, he was like. So I mean, was that was that an insult for people with no. poor, poor personal hygiene? No, I'm trying to kind of make it. How can I explain it best to you? We um, it'd be like bumping in a gel at a boot cell. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, Joe. Yeah, I understand that perfectly now. <laughs> Thank you. But I want to... Because you and Joe are fucking fiends for a skip. Or yeah. a dump. Anything like that. Use fucking... Your little eyes light up. And you're like, oh, like, what's in there? Yes, you, no, don't deny that. I don't want people to think that I'm just hanging around at the dump the whole time. Like, there's this big hole in the ground with all seagulls flying around. And I'm kind of desperately trying to go down and rescue a shoe where the soles come off. <laughs> Sucking like bones and stuff like that. <laughs> no, but like... During lockdown, when we'd go for little walks and that, if there was a skip, oh, you was having a nose. We, we had an argument about skip etiquette. Wasn't it last month or the month before you were trying to... No, you was trying to clear your name because you'd just gone stolen stuff out of people's skips and you was trying to make out it was all all right. Well, a skip is somewhere you throw rubbish away. A thief so is a you... thief. <laughs> a thief isn't a thief. Is, is it yours? Just... Is it on your property? Is it rubbish? Is it just rubbish? Is it on your property? I'm just helping people out by taking their rubbish away. Trespass and steal. PC whiffing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to talk about um, not so much skip etiquette. Have you ever felt... We've spoke about blokes a lot on here, right? Yeah. Blokes that work at the dump. Yeah. They're blokes, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, because... A lot of the blokes that I've met that work at the dump, I probably need to kind of frame frame this correctly. Uh, I can't imagine we're ever going to be surgeons, right? Uh, you think they were in a room putting stickle bricks together? <laughs> yes, I would put them in the same gang as me, right? Um, and it, you know, we're both six foot three, and like, um, you know, we 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 we're not. Backwards in coming forwards, but they don't give a shit who you are. Wait, 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 wait. Not in there. What you got in there? 
No, it's cardboard, mate. In that one, they don't care. They don't care. Do you reckon anyone's ever lumped one of the blokes? Hundred percent. Really? Hundred percent. What that bloke from the treacle mine roundabout the other like, day? Like, if I have to do a, a tip run, I never want to do one. I'll get told I have to do one, and so I've got the ump about it anyway. I hate doing stuff like that. I hate doing stuff. Yeah. And like, and if I have to go to the tip, oh, like. Certainly, if I've like I've just had a shower and I've just got like dressed. No, you don't want to go there if you just like you've just got your chinos on. Like, well, like, what any any or any like linen based light coloured slack. You, Why you are you making out that I've got white <laughs> linen on? And before I've gone to well, the tip, I've released a couple of white doves into the fucking sky. <laughs> you've had you, you've had your shower and you think you're the man from Del Monte. <laughs> <laughs> fucking reek of the curios. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. No, but like, blokes at the dump, because do you know what, right? I ain't got the, uh, what I haven't got the stones to do is I like the tip, right? When I get to the top of the stairs and if I'm emptying like household goods, yeah, not, not like fucking turf or fucking cardboard or timber, household goods where there's toys, records and stuff like that. I want to get in and have a look. Like, well, but how is that any worse than taking something from someone's skip? Because it's public property. It's a public service to tip. It's not someone's drive. It's no different. Once the, once people have given up that rubbish to the tip, yeah. it belongs to the Queen. If the skip's in the road, correct. No, I'm on about the tip. Oh, well, on their property. Oh, in yeah, the, it belongs to the council, and the council, the head of the council, mm-hmm. above him is the queen. Yeah. So if you're in, if you're rooting around in them fucking like them <laughs> yeah. metal containers, you're basically stealing from the queen. Right. Is that treason? Yeah. Blimey, you yes, can have on your the hand, You can have your hand chopped off. You'll be on that fucking executions video. Oh, the fool that I'm on there, and there's just a load of fucking scruffy oaks in Lonsdale tracksuit bottoms fucking laughing at me. Told ya. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pop that TV down here with the other ones, mate. Flogging them at a boot sale Sunday. Cunts. Rod, Jane and Freddie started. Oh, did they? It was Rod, Jane and Roger before Rod, Jane and Freddie. Did you know that? Yes. Because Rod... Rod was the one that looked a little bit like Dave Hill Slade, didn't he? He had like sort of long hair, a little bit yeah, thin but on Dave, top. But Dave, Dave Hill wasn't thinning, was he? Like No, he, 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 cho- chose, he chose to, to wear a short fringe. Yeah. But Rod did have a similar kind of look, didn't he? Yeah, but he's, was... bit nutkins, early nutkins. <laughs> Definitely early nutkins, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think, like, yeah, Freddie joined a bit late, didn't he? Freddie was like, oh, hello. They, they brought in a bit of an Inglesius into the mix, didn't they? He was a little bit kind of sm- like smoother, wasn't he? I don't know. I always thought he was a bit kind of a bit camper, Freddie. Oh, really? the, the Roger, like, Roger had a moustache. Yeah. Like, but but Freddie was kind you of. You wouldn't like, want Freddie on your tug of war team. Definitely not. I'd Roger every, all day long. Yeah. All day long. But they were both. Wouldn't want Rod either. Well, they ain't coming out because they're both indoors having a go on Jane, aren't they? Are they? You know the story, right? What? what? Shut up. You know that they all live together. They're in a three-way relationship. Rod, Jane and Freddie. Freddie rodded Jane whilst Rod rodded Jane. What about Freddie and Rod? I don't know what happened there. Like, But uh, maybe Rod rodded Freddie <laughs> whilst Jane... <laughs> Watched. I don't know. 
But yeah, they all lived happily ever after. Are they still all together? Let's have a look. Have you never heard that? Who had the front and who had the back bum? Rod smashed the front bum. Do you reckon Rod? It's, the, it's that name, isn't it? It's Rod, mate. Rod. Yeah. It's like, I think like, it's, I think that's Rod Privilege. <laughs> uh, Rod, Jane and Freddie. Menage à toi. Put in menage à toi. Yeah, Rod, Rod uh, Roger. Yeah, Roger looked like... He could have it, couldn't he? He looked like he could have it. And the chances are Roger would have left the fucking bullseye studio with like a washer dryer. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and edit to a coastal path. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, there's some mad pictures here. Right, but so what um are Jane and oh, are Jane and Freddie still together? After divorcing bandmate Rod, the third member of the singing trio, Rod, Jane and Freddie, on beloved to you, Rainbow. Their ex partner is bereft and they have been mourning to. Oh, hang on. Oh, blimey. What's happened? Freddie died. Fuck. What happened? What of? Uh, Jane's tender last words to husband Freddie. Rainbow star Jane Tuck reveals she whispered, I love you as husband and co star. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, cancer. That's not nice, is it? He's rod back. Rod's Rod, Rod and Jane uh, had been divorced long before I actually joined the TV series, uh, said Freddie. Uh, so were they both smashing her at the same time, or did one take over from the other? Maybe this is like the whole Mark Almond, like 27 points. Like, I, think, I think we just need to like clear, clear their names once, <laughs> once and for all and just move on from all this. Yeah, it was just perfectly normal. They just thought, yeah. No menage a toi. Are you putting in menage a toi now? Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just seemed like it was um, 
I'm going to edit this bit down because like the rolling news is moving really slowly. <laughs> uh, I can't find something, but yeah, I did just see a little thing, but it's just like a, it's called the register. I don't really want that on my laptop. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so um, also uh, another show that come out. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Oh right. Yeah. I can't remember. I remember watching it as a kid and remember just thinking it was just a really rubbish, like, I, BBC sitcom. I remember quite liking Sorry. Do you remember how the theme tune went? No. no. Just lived at home with his mum, didn't he? Yeah. Do you find saying Sorry easy? Well, some people say it could be the hardest word. Apparently so. No, I, I don't mind saying Sorry, like... Because the thing is, I think these people that don't like saying sorry just haven't worked out that you don't actually have to mean it. Just say it. <laughs> got to fucking mean it, have you? I say sorry all the time for like yeah. all kinds of things that I don't mean. Do you think someone says that too easily? Yeah. I say sorry loads. Oh, I, I don't. Think, never mean it. I don't know why that is, though. Just really apologetic people. Mm. If I'm squeezing past someone... I say sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Ain't there nothing wrong. I'm just trying to get past. Get out of the way, you cunt. I'm always the one that says sorry, like, you know, in supermarkets and stuff with the trolley. Yeah. We're too nice. We should just go and, like, just fuck some people up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in the news, Reagan had agreed to a reduction of uh, of, of nuclear weapons. Um, with Russia. I don't know, we've touched on nuclear war yeah. and ban the bomb and all the stuff that was happening around that time. Um, have we spoken about Threads? Yeah. Yeah, because you haven't watched Threads, have no, you? I haven't watched Threads. Like, um, and when the wind blows and all of that. Rob Jane and Threads. <laughs> <laughs> um... So my my question to you is, I want a scenario that you hear it in, right? And all of a sudden, a three minute warning goes. What are you going to do? You can pick anywhere where where you happen to be. This is ringing a bit of a bell. I think we might have talked about this. Have we? I think we both just said like, get on your bike and just ride home to be with your family. <laughs> I'd probably just stop off at, 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 at my nan's neighbour's house, shit on his doorstep, <laughs> and then just go home and cuddle my mum and dad. <laughs> I reckon you'd have to belt someone, wouldn't you? Yeah. But like, I imagine in, the, in in that instance, road rage is going to be rife, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's it's going to be elite level road rage, isn't it? I don't reckon you're going to have to look too hard to find someone with a hump. I'm just trying. Are to you think... wasting your last moments by eating someone? Though I think I get a little bit of gratification out of it, a little bit of peace. What did Midjour do? Like they just danced their favourite song and then had it off. Three minutes. What's Inglasius going to do? <laughs> <laughs> He makes an exception at that point and quickens right. up his sturdies. Right. So he can do two birds instead of one. <laughs> While singing the Ace of Spades in Spanish. 
<laughs> oh dear. Um, so yeah, that was it. Um, uh, there was big storms uh, in America as well. There was big storms over here. I heard there was there was like it was like a night of the tornadoes and all these fucking tornadoes happened in the UK. Oh, maybe it was the UK, not the US then. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. Can you remember the hurricane from nineteen eighty seven? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. What's your What's your memories of that? Like all the trees fell over. Well, not all the trees, but loads of trees fell over in the woods. So I remember going to the woods. I must have been with you. Because it felt like that was where the most damage was. Yeah, so you wanted to just survey the damage, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, it was the most exciting thing I've seen in years. Well, it's because it's massive fucking trees that have been there like hundreds of years, all yeah. just fucking tipped over. And I, I remember like the just half of the roots being just right up in the air and then just these massive fucking dips mm. where, where like all the roots had just been fucking yeah. ripped out of the ground. I remember waking up and... Uh, and looking at, and at the time, my dad had like a little aviary with canaries in, and it was like all smashed up, and there was just like just random yellow birds just on like the garden fence, just <laughs> sitting there looking really confused. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, I've always had a problem with wind. Um, I hate wind. Yeah, he's rubbish. It's, it's the worst weather. No. What's worse? Rain. Do you think so? Definitely. Oh no! Give me wind over rain. No, nah, because you can get on with stuff with wind. You can you can still get on with stuff with wind. I'm not on about a fucking tornado, but yeah. like a strong gust of wind. Yeah. Like that's that's not as bad as it raining. Like if it fucking rains, that's your day fucked. I'd rather walk along a beach in the rain than the wind. Would you rather sit on a beach in the rain or the wind? I'd rather walk on a beach, like in the rain. Not wind. I wouldn't sit on there. You're going to get fucking sand blown in your sandwiches. Listen, they make a thing called a windbreak. Yeah, but they never work. Yeah, you just put them in the direction the wind's coming from. Do you know what? I, I ate, right? I oh, ate. You, you're too proud to fucking lick your finger and find out what direction the wind's coming from, haven't I've you? I've tried that hundreds of times. I've never understood it. It does support every side you think it goes cold. That's where the wind's coming but from. It don't work like yeah, it that. It does. In films, it does. Like, but don't never seen actually, that in a film. We learned it in a shoot. But I ate going to the beach mob handed. I ate it when I'm like, like fucking. I'm having just loads a, of stuff. I'm a one man fucking buckaroo. Like, yeah. literally just wandering down there with <laughs> a windbreak. Loads of stuff that the kids have made me inflate before I've even got on the beach. Yeah. And I just think, oh, fuck's sake. Like, can't we just go down there with like. I don't know. Two chairs. It's because you've got a wife, though, and wife's like stuff. Two chairs. I want two chairs. You're bi- fucking posh. Chair on the beach. A dead chair. Sit on a towel, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, you can't say, oh, I don't, I don't like carrying my... And then you carry a chair down there. No, not, I ain't fucking talking about chaise lounge. I'm just talking about like... I don't know why you don't get two of your servants to carry you down on your sedan. <laughs> <laughs> I hate being laden down. Like, no, I know what you mean. It's fucking rubbish having to take loads of stuff. To I hate wind breaks. They, and I just think, why are they... And they're still the same. They're still that horrible material with like a couple of cricket stumps. It's the most effective material for breaking the wind. It's not. It is. That's bollocks. And if it gets wet, it dries quickly. Yeah, you might be right there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah, but 
I know what you mean. I hate fucking carting stuff. That's why I like the summer. You put on a t-shirt, put on some shorts. Job done. Exactly. Sometimes you don't even have to wear socks. Yeah, I never wear socks. I'm not wearing socks now. It's fucking wumpkins out there. You're oh, no. in sliders. I oh, know. Well, I'm hard, aren't I? Oh, you have only walked up your share, didn't you? Yeah, right. and I've had the eating on for about half hour before <laughs> we got down here as well. Lovely in here, isn't it? Um, sport. Hold, hold on. I've, oh, I've, oh, I've oh, got oh, an oh. event. I've got what an event. Got? The Reverend Robert Bradford, 40, member of the United Kingdom House of Commons for South Belfast, Northern Ireland. So, was he an MP? Yeah, of course. Sounds like it. Uh, Was assassinated by three Irish Republican Army members. Um, Bradford, the Reverend, had been at the community centre in Finnegy along with 60 teenagers who were attending a dance. He was quite outspoken, wasn't he? I I think he was quite outspoken against the IRA. That's right, yeah. Um, I remember this. Also shot was a caretaker for the centre yeah. as the gunman fled. Uh, there was more people killed than that, I believe. Well, that, that's just what he said on Wikipedia. Yeah. I just want to say, like, why did they shoot the caretaker? Maybe he didn't pull his mask off quick enough to reveal who he was. <laughs> I'll tell you why they shot him. He was a have-a-go hero. That's why they shot. That's why they shot the caretaker. He was, I don't want to be disrespectful because I know, like his family's probably still grieving, and it is awful. But the reason they shot him is because he didn't mind his own fucking business. Have you have you ever have you ever been a have a go hero? Yep. yep. When, uh, when did you have a go? Uh, twice. Um, so I must have told you this. Do you remember when uh, I used to go out with this girl who lived in Billericay um, in maybe 90s? I can tell you exactly when it was, when Sabotage came out. So was that 96, 97? Uh. And, uh, and I was driving her home one night uh, and a car T-boned another car right in front of me and drove off. And this woman was slumped in an airbag in the car in front and her bonnet was on fire. And I got out of the car and much to what you shouldn't do is move someone in the car. But I thought the car's not. So I pulled this woman out of this car yeah. to the side of the road and then everyone turned up to deal with it. I think you're mistaking what I'm asking because that's not a have-a-go hero. That's just a hero. No, hang on. Right. But the, the, what makes you a have-a-go hero is where there's no thanks. It's a thankless task. No, that's not a have-a-go hero. That's just a hero. You're, right. you're, you're just a hero. All I'm right. sorry to disappoint so you. So it's like a bloke that goes to rescue his dog on a frozen lake and, and the dog gets out and he don't. No, I think that's just like that's just a tragic story <laughs> of a heroic deed that went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain... <laughs> Let me explain. Do you know of an instance of that? Or is it just a general thing? Well, I told you when it nearly happened to me. What? So my dog ran out on a frozen lake and there was a tiny little like clearing in the middle of the lake where there was about a million ducks in this like tiny little thing. I can picture you now. And it was that. And he just ran straight across the lake and jumped in like the, the hole in the ice. All the ducks had gone like, and just like fucked off. And then he couldn't get back out. And the kids were really young. And they were like, what's happening? And you could see like the dog like literally looking at me. like, And you could tell he was like starting to give up. And I just thought, 
I've got to go in, haven't I? So I took my I, top off. I loved it. I love that what really happened was your wife made you. Like, no, <laughs> no, because my, my mindset was. It's better for the kids to lose their dad and their dog. No, than they'll just get the over me, but not the dog. So I'll, thought, I'll just throw him out as I like, slip under. <laughs> well, I thought I'll smash my way out because I knew it weren't that deep. And then You do look a bit like Wreck-It Ralph. Like, could... <laughs> yeah, exactly Oh dear! So that that nearly happened, but you do hear about it all the time. Uh, so did you get out onto the ice? No, did... because the minute I was literally in my boxer shorts, and he's like, he literally got one back paw out yeah. and he just bombed it out, and I was there's me standing there in the fucking snow in my boxers, with like the kids just crying, and it was just like, oh, <laughs> this ain't very nice, is it? And I know when you think like it was acceptable in the eighties to kick your dog, I could have kicked that dog then. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, no, I've seen, I've seen loads of Avago heroes outside the club where like something's going off, and they're like, whoa, 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 hey, 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 come on, you can't do, yeah, and it's like you can fuck off, yeah, like that, that is an right. Let, let me tell you the example of Avago hero that I, I remember from the newspaper was um, this old bloke had just been to the uh, been to the DIY store, and he saw some people robbing the bank across the road. Yeah. And uh, so they've come running out. Um, he's got a length of wood that he was going to, you know, use to prop up his lean-to or whatever, has tackled the gunmen and they just shot him and then drove off. <laughs> like, there's a very fine line between have a go hero and silly old cunt, and there? <laughs> it's a very fine line. <laughs> Sometimes it's best just to go home and stay out of trouble, isn't it? <laughs> Like, if you're at, like, level 10 rage, you don't need someone going, yeah, mate, mate. Nah. Like, because that's not going to help. I've just robbed the bank. I've got a shooter. (laughs) I've got a pair of tights over my head. Yeah. Right? I fucking run out. There's my motor over there, my Capri. Yeah. There's some silly old cunt with a bit of baton. (laughs) You would, wouldn't you? (laughs) <laughs> oh dear sport <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, tennis was sponsored by Benson and Edges that was acceptable in the <laughs> 80s wasn't it like yeah, motor racing was wasn't it, it was everything all... and snooker wasn't it yeah, all well snooker snacks. was sponsored by fags up until about three years ago wasn't it see is fags not cool anymore I don't know because nowadays, you said like, all kids have got gym bodies, haven't they? Like, you know, I think it's like the percentages of, of youngsters that drink now is like, it, it's dramatically different from when we were young. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know any of this. I mean, well, I, I know like kids have all got fucking six packs now. Well, they all want Easter they? bodies, don't they? They all want yeah. these like fucking pretend lives. God, we sound like old cunts. Yeah, we? but they must be real lives. If they've got a six pack, they're like. You can't cheat that shit. No. Nah. Like, um, and like. I just think, I mean, I know that it has, it's not a particularly healthy pastime, but it does look cool, doesn't it? What? Smoking. Smoking, yeah. Like, I reckon, if you're hard and you smoke fags, you look harder. Imagine if Mike Tyson walked out to the ring with a fag on. (laughs) 
I reckon there were wrestlers who did. 100%. Pat Look at Roach. Footballers. Pat Roach. 100% would have been rolling his own. Yeah. You, and, and sometimes, if you look at the old photos of him, you can see like a packet of 20 Bensons under 100%, his leotard. One behind his ear. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, footballers, they all had a snap back in the day, didn't they? Yeah. Like, Mercer must have loved a fag. Yeah. Like. No, I, I agree with what you're saying. If, if there's an old bloke and then he gets a snap, it does make him harder. Yeah, it's a lost art, smoking. Well, especially nowadays, what you know that you definitely, if you smoke, you definitely are going to die. Like, to look at that and laugh in his face. Tough guys. Boy, oh boy. Tough guys, mate. Yeah. Tough guys. Um, the only other sports I could find were American sports, were baseball, basketball, and American football. Um, as a young kid... I remember thinking all three of them are way more interested in any British sports I'd ever done in PE. No, no, I don't see. I'll have a game with Randers. No, no, no. But we play baseball. No, no, I have a small bat and a massive ball. But baseball's just rounders, isn't it? No, no. But with a bigger bat. Yeah, bigger bat, yeah. At 13, I'll see what you're saying. You just want to fucking march about with a baseball bat, didn't you? Like you're in the fucking Wanderers. I see what you're saying. Like, some bloke jumps out of your alley with a rounder's bat. Yeah. Then you pull out a baseball bat like Paul Hogan. He's going to shit himself, isn't he? Absolutely. That ain't a bat. This is a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Basketball. Like, why why were me and you not professional basketball players? I'll tell you why I wasn't. Because we did play basketball at school. Yeah. Because I'm tall, but I've got no leverage. Right. there There were people like half my height could jump twice as high as me. Right. I just got I just got no leverage. Wasted on you, innit? Yeah. Yeah. I was alright at cub football, wasn't I? Because I was telling everyone I could just edit away. Yeah. And then when everyone kinda of caught me up in height a bit, there was people like like you know, could just out jump me. Yeah. And that's yeah. when I become shit at football. When I couldn't just like loom over people and edit away. Sounds a bit sinister. Uh American football. I remember just thinking, what, you can put them shoulder pads on and a crash helmet and just run into people. <laughs> How good's that? It's like rugby where you don't get hurt. Oh, yeah, but I just it's like it's the wrong shaped ball. It's just all wrong. Like, I just never had it. I just never had the slightest bit of interest in getting all that gear and putting it on. I knew it'd end up just like, you know, just in the back of the cupboard. I, um, uh, Neil Davis, who I went to school with, he went Cubs with us. Yeah, I remember Neil. He had an older brother, and uh, and they... Dickie. <laughs> older brother Dickie. Um, but him and his mates got into American football, and... Uh, How do you get into American football? I don't know. It, because of the amount of gear you have to get. No, they just had an American football, that oh, was right. it. And they just shoved each other about. And, and I remember, and, and he went, oh, do you want to come over the field like we're playing American football? And I was like, yeah. And I remember just thinking, oh, this is going to be brilliant. And like, and then like, I was just this tubby little kid that couldn't run and I certainly couldn't throw an American football. And they were all about four years older than us and were like proper like launch, launching this. And now when it was like, why has Neil bought this fucking idiot with him? And like, Did they know the numbers to say in that before you said hut, hut, hut? I think they were just making up numbers. Oh, right. But I was really impressed. Yeah. And I just wanted to kind of like be involved in it. But I also remember that the field we went in ain't there anymore. Um, 
but it had like really long grass. And I remember just thinking, oh, can't we go over the dipping? It's just normal grass. <laughs> and it was like really long grass. And it was really weird running in it. I just remember thinking, there's probably dog shit in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have been the kid that would have fell over in it. Um, but that is literally all I've got on sport. You got anything on sport? No, I've got nothing on sport. Have you Did you any... like playing rugby at school? No, fuck it, I hated rugby. Horrible, wasn't it? Yeah, but my, my senior school, they didn't let you play football. There was no football for the first three years. Like, and I really, like, I weren't great. I was never fucking any good at football, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, so you had to play rugby. And in games, like, you'd go outside in the freezing fucking cold. Horrible. Like, with puddles and fucking mud and, like, ice and that and have to play rugby. And I, I remember, like, at fucking... Um, we had like an, an interval match, and it was our like in our house. There was two um, like two classes, and we was playing the other class from our house. And so there was quite a lot of rivalry. And we had a couple of kids who was in the rugby team in our class, and the other team had a couple of kids who were in the school rugby team as well. And it was right near the end. And I think I don't remember the scores were fucking level or whatever, but their kid who was in the school rugby team come running, and I was the last person. And I thought. I've got to tackle him and I'd seen him and he pushed people in the face. And so as he ran towards me, I just kind of stepped out of the way and like made the bare minimum, like just kind of brushed my hands against him <laughs> as he ran past and he just ran and scored a try. And I saw the teacher clock it. And then when we all come off the pitch, I was the only person without any mud on my socks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he made everyone in my class, like even the nerds and that, right? Um, push me on the ground, take my boots off and throw me in a muddy puddle. Like, actually throw me in a muddy puddle. That was the teacher called, we all called Dougie Ardon because he used to wear these, like, green, like, you know, like the fucking... Um, Mr. Baxter. Yeah, like green nylon tracksuit bottoms. You can see his little chubby in him. <laughs> well, I was going to get on to say about that. and So we had a, a teacher, I won't name him, uh, but... When we do rugby, before we'd even start, it'd be like, right, come on in, everybody. Let's uh, let's have 20 push-ups right now, laying the mud. And now you think, you fucking pervert. Yeah. And I remember just like laying there once. I think, one day I'm going to call you a cunt. Yeah. And Did like, you call him a cunt? No, but then about three years later in the last year at school, he took a swimming. And, uh, and I see that he didn't have a belly button. And I felt like I'd won. He didn't have a belly button? No. Well, I'd had an operation to remove his Something belly. was there, but there was nothing there. Smooth as an eel. He must have been like an alien then, because like your belly button is the very What's source of life. Yeah, he didn't have one. Remember just thinking, that's probably why you're a cunt. Well, it went round the back, was it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I was just transfixed on his front and just thought he hadn't got a belly button. Is he still alive? Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he follows me on Facebook. Does he? Yeah. You called him a cunt on Facebook? No, he's all right. He ain't got a belly button. It's his fault. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Not having a belly button. I think that, but that was the source of his problem. Like probably. <laughs> I imagine when he was at school, and it was like, right, kind of lads, like, like it was when I was at school, right, kind of lads, right, clothes off, all get in the showers. Yeah. I don't like that. No, it's fucked up, isn't it? We had we had some weird. Like weird fucking teachers as well. The girls, the girls one was worse. She looked like Myra Hindley, and she would like stand and watch every single girl go through the shower. Horrible. Yeah. 
Like, I don't know whether Dougie Arden was a nominee, <laughs> like, he was definitely a cunt. Remembering when we were young in the 80s. <laughs> 